Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Bill Press Show. It is the Bill Press Show. My name is Peter Ogburn, sitting in for Bill Press for this edition of the podcast. And we are lucky enough to be joined by someone who I am sure you have uh, seen on TV and heard his comedy. Lewis Black, comedian Lewis Black, joins us on the phone. Hey, Lewis, how are you, sir? Uh, delightful. Every day is more of a joy. Well, I actually, I actually want to start there because I've actually interviewed you several times at, at, at different shows. I interviewed you when George W. Bush was president. I interviewed right. you when Barack Obama was president, yeah. and like people that know your comedy know that you can get a little angry at the news sometimes, and it's it's amazing to find like new ways to get angry about worse things, right? I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. This is nuts. We really. What's really nuts is the amount of blowback over this guy more than others. They get people get really upset. I've made jokes about all these people. Yeah. Then I make a joke about him, and it's like, oh, well, can't believe how come you didn't make a joke about this guy? Well, I did. Okay. <laughs> I, I, so mean, I, that, did, uh, I did that already. All right. So now I'm allowed to make a joke about him. It's like I did a thing uh, recently on Colbert where I talked about. You know, the same joke, done the same joke every time somebody's the president, pretty much every summer. You know, if a president starts piping off during the summer, I go, you don't get to, the president doesn't get to talk to us during the summer. That's our time. Shut up. <laughs> okay? That's like, it's like the same thing as when we were in, you know, when we were in school. Summers, we're off. We're yeah. off during the summer. I, I, Unless it's like a war or something, zip it. Yeah, I think that the next president or the next candidate for president, their their platform should basically be like, "Hey, look, I don't want to occupy your headspace twenty four seven. That's really all I want to do." And you know what? I don't care who they are; they got my vote. No, that's really that's that's like ninety percent of it. I mean, this is. I mean, it's essentially uh, it's it's a reality show and. Um, and all of every and every news every news carrier is involved with creating a form of that reality show, and I don't get it anymore. Let, I don't I don't understand it. I don't know why. Let, let, let me ask I feel you. They need to be involved. <laughs> let, let me ask you this because I, I I get this question a lot because people are going, oh, this must be really good for uh for your industry, right? And talk radio, and we talk progressive politics. Oh, this must be really really good for you, and I'm sure you get the same thing. This must be really really good for you because you get a lot of great content which yeah, i said it's good for, he's good for me you know he's good for comedy in the way a stroke is good for a nap <laughs> okay <laughs> like overload it's no it's not good okay. yeah it's kind of hard to say yes it's good because look at the horrible things that are happening well it's also it's you know half the time you know it's like you know when you've got when you're watching and they kind of go, "Oh, he's lying," yeah, and then they show you that he's lying, and then he, he said that he didn't lie, and then they have tape of him. I mean, you just kind of go, "Come on, already!" And then I'm, and then when he says something, and you're asking me to believe it, which I'd like to do, 
it's hard to believe it since he's the you know since the day before he was lying. Yeah. No, it's also I you know the difference is between him and any other president is he I was born I I came to New York forty years ago and he and he was in my neighborhood I mean he lived here you know in New York City I lived in New York City I started doing jokes about him from the time I arrived here and uh, and it's been I've been doing jokes about him for forty years and I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> well, you know, jokes. It's so They're interesting. No the jokes are no different. I, I've said this on air before. You know, I think the D.C. media is still having a hard time figuring out how to cover Donald Trump. And the people who know him best and do the best job covering him are those that, that from New York media. They, that, like, they know who he is and they know how he's operated for so long that, like— you know, D.C. media is still operating under this idea that the president is going to adhere to a set of norms. And New York media right. knows that Donald Trump, the sky's the limit. Like, nothing's off limits for him. Right. No, exactly. And you, the other thing is is that, you know, you don't um, – there's no reason to uh, – unless his, you know, unless his tweet actually has something to do with policy, you don't quote the tweet. Right. Right. There's no reason to quote his tweet about um, Michael Cohen. None. That's not policy. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't with the Twitter stuff from him anymore. I just, I yeah. can't follow it. I it, The people that we, we had a guy on the show earlier this week that was talking about how he gets the notifications every time t- Trump tweets. And I, I can't think of a more pitiful existence than having to deal with that all the time. No, it's like, uh, it's, that'd be like taking your own temperature every 12 minutes. <laughs> would you do that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I want to ask you, uh, you know, in the, in the in the age of Donald Trump, right? Like, are there any sort of sacred cows left for your industry of, of, of comedy? I mean, is there anything that you that you don't touch on with Donald Trump? But I, I mean, any anything, any. It, it, well, I mean, you know, there's there's, you know, unless, you know, there's things that you, uh, you know, but, but I don't I. It just depends. I mean, sure. if you can, you know, uh, you know, it's, it, I'll tell you, uh, uh, trying to talk about, it's not a sacred cow, but trying to talk about um, guns, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, gun uh, safety in front of an audience is, it, it becomes insane yeah. because they get nuts because it's like, apparently if you try to kind of propose anything that has to do with normalizing the way in which we you know since since you know it's since this giving every since everybody having a gun hasn't really worked out you gotta go well maybe can we find another way to do it you know they get crazy over it it's not i mean i have i've kind of found other ways to deal with it and i come around it from it's finding other angles to get at things yeah yeah that, that, that because people sense. get too wrapped up you know, they're convinced that somebody's going to take their gun away, which is psychotic. Psychotic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had eight years of Barack Obama where people were saying they're going to take the guns away, and, and it never never happened. I, I want to ask you, Lewis. Yeah, uh, it's got nothing to do with reality. One of the reasons we, we wanted to talk to you is the National Comedy Center is opening up. You are an advisory board member. Tell us a little bit about this, because I, I, I saw this. It just seems so cool, and it, I'm shocked that there wasn't something like this that already existed. Well, I mean, they've tried. There's all sorts of groups that have tried to kind of get this done. And then finally, the because the state of New York has been kind of putting, you know, as other states have done, trying to put money into areas to kind of develop them. And the uh, Jamestown, where this is, is near, uh, it's in an area where there's uh, 
you know, some really nice golf courses. That Niagara Falls is near there. Chautauqua, which is a, a well visited, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of learning area in uh, off this beautiful lake, uh, which is about ten fifteen minutes from Jamestown. Jamestown is the uh, uh, is where Lucille Ball was uh, was born, and um, her her I call it her ancestral home, and nice. we uh, and that, they had a, used to have a festival dedicated to her, which evolved eventually into, why don't we, you know, and there was a, a museum of her stuff, and they would each year kind of celebrate her, and it evolved into, why don't we create a museum, which is something she really had pushed for, uh, create a center where uh, where we would, um, you know, kind of, <clears throat> a, a, a historical center, a, a literally a library of Congress of comedy, which doesn't, which makes it not sound as funny as it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's there's like thirty five, thirty seven thousand square feet, uh, anywhere from thirty five to forty to fifty interactive um, exhibits. Most of what goes on there is interactive, but then you can go in there and you'll see the uh, uh, Harold Ramis's uh, costume from Ghostbusters. Oh wow! Or uh, Jerry Seinfeld's fluffy shirt. I mean, there are these kind of instant memories for people that are there uh, from for you know kind of all ages. You know, Pixar has put some stuff in its animation. It's uh, it's move. It's funny movies. It's it's funny television. It's uh, it's the, the it's the entire spectrum of comedy. It's the it's the uh, it's the Marx Brothers. It's W. C. Fields. It's uh, there's a whole room. You know, a whole small room to, dedicated to George Carlin. They have all of his papers. They have all Shelley Berman's papers. They're going to probably they're going to have. Um, all of probably Robert Klein's papers. They're going to have all of my papers. They're going to so they're essentially uh, going to create ex- exhibits, and I think George will be kind of a permanent exhibit there because of the, right. the pivotal nature of of of, of his of him in the uh, in the in the world of comedy. Well, I think it's high time that uh, that we had something like this again. It's in Jamestown, uh, New York. The National Comedy Center is going to be opening up coming up this week. Lots of really cool things. Advisory board member Lewis Black, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed it, and uh, and I'm you know the the nice thing is is that uh, you know I've I've got this summer off, so uh, hopefully when I when I hit the road again in the fall, we'll we'll be very 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 funny about uh, all of this nonsense. I, I, I plan to be. Yeah, good. I'm sure you will be. I, I have no doubt about that. And if you're looking for a way to kind of escape this comedy, you know, you, you, the comedy now more than ever, and it's a place to go to get out of it. And then you could go from there. And then head down the road and go to Cleveland, go to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now that's a, a weekend. What a gr- what a great way to like get away from the news headlines. I think that's an excellent yeah. idea. Comedian Lewis Black, thank you so much for joining us here on the Bill Press Show. I really appreciate it, buddy.